What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Final Destination. I am your gracious host, Felix Diaz. Again, I want to thank every single listener that continuously supports the podcast. I have a special guest with me today, John David Castillo. What's going on, John? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man. So uh, first things first, I I have a couple questions for you um, and want to know if you're ready for it. Yeah, let's do it, brother. All right, man. So where are you from and where do you see yourself living in the next 10 years? Oh, wow. Uh, well, I'm uh, from Dallas. I'm originally from a small town outside of Dallas, about an hour south. Um, and uh, next t- oh, 10 years from now, you know, honestly, I guess it all depends on who I meet, uh, what I'm doing. And uh, I guess if I have kids by then, uh, obviously Texas is home, always going to be home, I feel like. But uh, I mean, you just, you never know. Um, but uh, as of right now, um, it's either Dallas or probably maybe the Austin area. Awesome. 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 Um, got a couple other questions for you that I want to ask you here. Uh, when did you, uh, when did your entrepreneurship journey start for you and what motivated you to pursue that? Uh, oh, um, so when I was um, 23 years old, I started selling T-shirts on Twitter. A lot of people ask me, "Well, how how did you get into that, or how did you uh, become uh, popular on Twitter, or what was your um, your road to uh, success through that?" And uh, I had a friend named Matt when I was uh, 21 years old. I remember one day we were working together and he said, hey, man, you, you need to make a Twitter. This is what um, everyone's starting to do. And at the time, nobody really had Twitter. Twitter was just kind of known for um, this platform that celebrities were on. And, you know, people were tweeting their their daily thoughts or, right. you know, what they were eating. Um, you know, so it was kind of a joke. Like nobody wanted to be on Twitter because nobody cared to know if you were you ate a hot dog that day. Right. Um, so um, to me, I saw Twitter as a, at first it was just kind of like a game. I started gaining a couple followers, and um, uh, it kind of became addicting to me to where I was like, okay, well, let's see if we can gain a couple hundred followers this week. Um, to where you know I was starting to gain a couple hundred followers every day, and uh, within you know within two years of having a Twitter account, um, I'd gained uh, over thirty thousand followers. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So looking back, um, back then I, I didn't understand networking. I, social media wasn't used the way that it is now as far as uh, for business or as a platform to market on. It was just kind of a social thing. It was uh, about making friendships and it was interacting with people that you didn't know. At this time, people were you know, just starting to put their full names on uh, online because you remember back then your parents were like, don't you ever, don't you ever put your name on there? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was funny because I grew up in a small town. Um, my family's from uh, Ennis, Texas. Uh, it's really not, I wouldn't say there's much to do there, but uh, at the time, my name on Twitter, because I didn't want to put John David Castillo, 
my name was uh, Country Boy Tweets. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I uh, people always ask, so how did you gain all these followers? And, oh, my gosh, it's, it's so embarrassing. It was, it was very cliche, the stuff that I would post. I look back now like, uh, but, you know, you, you got there. You had to get there. I'm sure this is funny. I, I kind of relate it to, like, Justin Bieber when he first started. You know, he was just a kid singing these little corny songs. And now you look at him and, you know, the kid. Superstar. Yeah. So um, there's definitely no regrets there. <laughs> but uh, I had a, a girl that I had met on Twitter from Indiana. And um, this is kind of goes back to the original question of, how did the uh, entrepreneur thing happen? Right. Um, this girl, she sold jewelry online and she had like 40,000 followers at the time. And um, my my friend, Matt, that was the original person that told me to get a Twitter account. We actually worked together at a, a sports uh, store that did uh, printing for, you know, sports teams and you know, custom prints. And um, so uh, back then, um, nobody was selling t-shirts. There were maybe like two accounts that were selling. This was before like, you know, they have big accounts now, kind of like O'Row or uh, Barstool um, Sports and just stuff like that. Um, So where, you know, nobody was really selling college merch but the the two or three that were doing it at the time were just they were crushing it uh i I remember when old row first started up they were uh, selling on a on a website or a platform called tilt and that's where actually i started selling my shirts um because i didn't know how to make a website um it was a free website to use you just put two or three products and you know, collect money for you. But I saw, you know, O'Roll was selling um, 150, 200, 400, 500 t-shirts every, (laughs) every couple of days on there. I mean, I could see their, their numbers. And, um, you know, at the time, I remember I had this uh, one t-shirt. It was after, oh, it's so corny, but (laughs) it was after a, uh, a Luke Bryan song. And, it was a big song. It was called a country girl shake it for me. And I had that, uh, I had that screen printed on a shirt at the time. And I remember asking, you know, my followers like, Hey, if I made t-shirts, would y'all buy them? Because a lot of people had asked me, man, where'd you get that shirt? And, um, you know, I had a pretty good response and, uh, you know, I decided to, go find a, a printer and um, you know a production company that would print for me for sure uh, went in there asked you know their prices on bulks different different things on like uh, printing cost you know screens every, you know just everything that goes into making shirts and because um, I had no idea at the time what I was getting into well for about two months I had really hyped it up on my social media um that I was making these these t-shirts for girls these long sleeve t-shirts for girls that said Texas <laughs> that was it it literally had a 
an outline of Texas on the back, and it said established um, 18, I think 1845, which was the year that Texas became an independent state. For sure. Um, which a lot of people say 18, I think it's 1836, but this is when Texas became the, the original outline of what Texas is now. And um, so, you know, I hyped it up. I remember putting it on tilt. And at the time, back then I was dating a girl that went to school down at Texas A&M. And, uh, you know, I was down there in a college station is where I was getting my t-shirts made. And, um, I uh, just remember that night, I, I remember posting it, you know, they're live, they're for sale. Let's go ahead and take pre-orders. And at the time I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a t-shirt made. I posted, <laughs> I posted pictures of a mock-up. It, it wasn't an actual shirt. <laughs> and um, I just, it's funny looking back at it now thinking, who, I mean, why would you buy this? Like, <laughs> I don't even know the quality of the shirt. I don't even know how they fit. I just know they're long sleeve. One color was turquoise. And, you know, I just remember that night my my phone went off 150 times. By the next morning, I had sold over 200 t-shirts. That's awesome. And uh, <clears throat> by the end of the week, you know, I had sold 400 shirts of this one color, one design. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, I got, I got $20,000 in my bank account and I don't have a t-shirt made. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, after that had happened, um, you know, I think that was the original start of like, you know, I guess becoming or wanting to be an entrepreneur that was like, okay, I think, I think I can do this. And it's kind, right, kind of is, like a validation for you knowing that you know this is possible right yeah definitely uh didn't just test the water i just kind of jumped right in with you know that that amount sold within that many days is uh it's incredible that's yeah it's incredible i got uh another thing here uh you hit a little bit about your first success on the 400 shirts uh, I mean, you know, like any entrepreneur here, like what did you struggle with the most when you first, you know, first starting out, like when once you finally started making some money, like wh what did you struggle? What, what was something that you felt that was uh, a little hard for you in the beginning? It's definitely uh, finances. Uh, if you've never ran your own business or, you know, especially at that age when you're a 23 year old guy uh, with a little cash coming in and. All you're doing is posting on Facebook and Twitter and making, you know, three, four hundred dollars, you know, every every two days. And, you know, now that's not, you know, now I look at it, it's not a lot of money. But then when you don't have as many responsibilities, you know, all you want to do is go, you know, out with your friends and hang out and party and whatnot. Um, I think the biggest thing that I personally struggled with was just, you know, the experience and the maturity of uh, uh, actually knowing what a business is, having a business plan, knowing to uh, do not touch that because if your baby's going to grow, you got to keep feeding it. Um, also, just uh, time management is, uh, is a really big thing coming into starting out with a new business or 
you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur because a lot of things come to play. It's uh, you may have a job at the time. You may also still want to have, you know, a life outside of running a business and sure. constantly thinking about it. So it's, it's all up to you on, you know, what do you want to put into this? You know, how much time do you want to put into it? How are you using your time? What are you using your time on? And, um, you know, if you look at some of the most successful people, um, just from maybe some of the uh, articles that I've read or some of the, uh, we'll say some of the big Instagram accounts of, you know, successful entrepreneurs and you listen to their stories, a lot of them really just lock themselves up and, you know, that is their life and that is what they're, you know, they're calling and what they're made to do. So they're disciplined enough to know that a lot of these other things that you want to do right now, they need to be put aside and, you know, what comes first is your goal. And, um, you know, knowing that now looking back, um, it's definitely a good lesson that I've learned, um, just the experiences of failing and not being disciplined enough to, um, you know, spend my time and my money wisely. For sure. So time is definitely something that you've uh, struggled with a little bit. And then kind of now as you're getting into more veteran veteran role into the entrepreneurship, you're kind of figuring out how to balance everything. That's awesome, man. Um, I still got a ton of questions for you, John. And again, I want to thank you. And also I want to thank the listeners. I know it's been um, a little hectic here on Not Your Final Destination posting content for you guys. And I wanted to do this um, you know, one on one with other entrepreneurs that are currently crushing it in their own lives. Um, so, John, here I got uh, the last two years you've worked for a corporate job selling wine and champagne. Um, from your experiences there, what are the goods and bads, in your opinion, of working for the man, as some might say? You want the good or do you want the bad? Which one do you want first? Whichever one you want to give the people. Whichever one you want to give the people. Uh, I mean, yeah, I got to be careful. Uh, I say, well, we'll definitely start with the, um, we'll start with the good and, we'll, and sure. with the bad. Let, let the people know. Cause I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big, uh, yeah, as you know, like, and people that know, I left my corporate job at Apple to pursue my full-time, you know, marketing agency. So I get it, man. I, I know what it's like to work for the man and I know what it is. It's like to work for me, but I'd like to hear from you, you know, coming from a corporate job. I would say that all corporate jobs are more than likely different. Um, so my perspective on it is probably way different than somebody else's or my opinion on certain things is uh, it, it may be opposite of what somebody else listening to this may think. So, um, I mean, this is just from me and what I, uh, what I experienced. Um, so as far as the good, um, coming into a job which uh this was my first corporate job i guess you'd say um before i had uh worked where you know worked with the wine and the champagne i ran you know my own business on social media and i had failed when i was younger so i came into uh applying for jobs and seeing where i could go and i actually had a friend that worked uh at the uh at the company that i worked for so it was a, a smooth transition coming into it. Um, didn't struggle too much looking for a job, but so as far as the good, um, the experience is, um, 
you know, it's it's kind of it's just priceless. You can't really uh, pay or replace. Um, I guess you can't pay for the experience that you gain there. Um, I mean, you know, I guess you could go to college for certain things, but actually working in the real world and you know managing um, finances or uh, accounts, depending on what you do. Like for what I did is. Uh, you know, you're definitely managing accounts on their sales and you're wanting to grow your business and um, expand and look at different ways to uh, uh, build numbers. So um, that's probably the biggest thing. Also, you know, you, you get to network a lot. You meet a lot of great people, different backgrounds. You kind of see where they're at and where you're at. Um, For sure. I think the, yeah, I think the biggest thing is um, you definitely sit in a room full of uh, other individuals in the same position as you and I think one thing that we do as just people in general just humans is that we always compare ourselves to others and um, I guess that's uh, that was that was the biggest thing for me coming in was that I, I wanted to be the best um, I, I busted my butt first year worked six days a week um we were required to work six days a week. So that's what I did. Or sometimes I worked seven days a week and I wanted to prove myself and prove myself. And, um, so I guess this is where the bad comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, is that, you know, at the end of the day, you can be happy with the work that you're doing and you can be satisfied or you can look at how much you're putting into, this job for somebody else for sure and you can you know you can look at it for what it is is that you know are you a a corporate individual are you you know someone who's into a system you know is that your goal in life to work for that company is that you know the road that you want to take um so i guess some of the bad that i take from it is that you know, I'm not saying this is for every job and I'm not saying just specifically, you know, the job that I had, but, um, I, I get it. It's, the, exper- it's like, the experience, the experience that you, I mean, everyone has their, you know, their experience. So I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it's, you know, I, I don't ever want to look, look back from today on saying that, you know, I spent two years of my life busting my butt at something and may or may not have felt appreciated in certain departments because I feel like if I would have took that energy and that time and put it into something that I'm actually passionate about, you know, what, what could have been the outcome of that? So, you know, there's the good of the experience and that's, you know, that's something that you learn and you, you know, you can't pay for that. So I, I walk away with a lot of experience. That's and, awesome. Um, you know, I have no regrets there, but at the same time, you know, if I were to have spent another year at this job, knowing what I know now and, you know, building the character that I've built or the knowledge that I have in the last two years, then I would have felt like, okay, now you've wasted a year at, you know, at the same company when you could be out pursuing your dreams or, you know, building up your own business. Absolutely. I can relate. 
I can I can relate on so many levels with that last statement. Um, I got this here. This is really important to me because I think that um, for the listeners that tune into the podcast, you know, 7,000 streams, I'm super thankful for that. Um, and it's good to hear from other people, you know, like you put in so much effort and energy into a business, into a corporation. And then I also questioned myself. I said, man, like, what would it be like if I focused all that time and energy into my own business? If I set my own schedule and I woke up every single day pursuing those same you know, those same actions that I took for that corporate job, what would the outcome be for my life? So I can definitely relate with that. Um, since you started your business back up in the past two months, what are the differences you see now in 2019 operating it than back in 2013 from your first go around with the shirts and everything? Oh, well, one, social media has changed. Um, two, I've personally have changed in a lot of, you know, uh, departments of my life so I just you know I don't mean to get all religious by any means but I just think it's God's timing and it's it's a plan of, amen the season you know it's it is yeah definitely this is the season of my life where you know it's time to excel I feel like the last two years have been a great season of growth and maturity and coming t- coming into the the type of man that you know I want to be you know, not only for myself, but moving forward as, you know, an entrepreneur or, you know, I guess you'd say a, a business professional man or what. I, I don't Absolutely. Know no, I like that. I like that. Business professional. I, lo- so, I love it. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I don't think you need a title by any company to be considered a business professional. I, you know, I, I have a friend that worked in uh, HR at uh, that, that, company that I was working for and I just remember he you know he, he kind of giggled and chuckled about you know me selling hats and um you know I told him that you know hey I'm gonna go to uh, career day and speak for these kids and uh you know he just kind of laughed like uh, you know what what do you know about a career right. and you know you know in my head there's you know I, I'm I'm thinking like you know just because you have a title at a company does not mean that you have any value in that company because you can be replaced tomorrow. So if you're fired today, what do you have tomorrow to support you next month? So for me, I don't take any of that personal because I know in my head, if if I were to have quit that job that day, I already made $2,000 two days ago on Instagram selling hats. So to me, uh, a title from from a, a company is it's only valued as much as the individual values it that holds it. So, um, at the end of the day, money's money, and that's what pays bills. So, back back to the whole beginning of this. I'm I'm a rambler. I'm sorry. No, no, but, no, no, no. Hey, the people give the people what they want to hear. Let them know. But, let them know. I think, yeah, I think it's I great. Mean, no, no. I, I love it. Do it, man. It's and this is the the beautiful part about it, man. John is that um, it, it's it's crazy to think about it now that like I've left my corporate job or like my my retail job, nine to five, whatever. But like, man, I like to hear it because sometimes a lot of us feel alone in certain in certain situations that companies like they're afraid to speak up when things aren't right you know and yeah. to get someone on and i'm not saying that you're bashing or retaliating against whatever company it was that you're working for but it's good to hear that some people don't realize that 
we can do a lot more with our lives. Like we do have passions and, and goals and dreams and communicating like we are right now and connecting our networks, we can really grow and help each other grow, you know? So no, no, go for it, man. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I, I love it, man. Keep, 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 let, let the people know what's going on. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I mean, for someone like myself that, you know, barely passed high school because I was, you know, I goofed off and, you know, only went to college for a year. Um, you know, there's always been a lot of pressure on myself to go through with something and to, you know, to really to prove, really to prove every, to prove myself to me. Uh, it's not for anybody else. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I don't, I don't have any regrets with working for a company or any company. I think it's a great experience, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it's 2019 and whether you're selling, uh, you know, toilet paper, baby wipes, sunglasses, t-shirts, it, it doesn't matter what you're selling. You know, your, your value is as much as you put into it. And I think, nowadays especially with social media and uh, you know just e-commerce anybody can be successful as long as you put the time and you're just you're ready to get after it because um it's it's really surprising how much people support people Absolutely. so no i love it i love it i got i got i got some more questions man and i'm, I'm digging this podcast man I, again um if you're still tuning in and you haven't signed off me and John David want to say thank you. We want to say thank you for tuning in yeah. <laughs> to this podcast today. Um, so here's the next question, man. What is your ultimate goal with all that you're doing with John David Designs through social media? Um, I think there's a, I mean, there's, there's quite a few things. Uh, when I first started, uh, when I started this back up uh, a couple of months ago, it was because, um, George Strait, the uh, the country singer, for sure. Um, he uh, his marketing team was um, promoting and advertising his new album that was coming out. And at the time, I hadn't been on social media in a while because you know it just wasn't where I was at. I was focused on you know my job, and they had they had emailed me on one of my accounts that I own on Twitter and. They had asked if I was interested in maybe promoting his new album. And I said, well, absolutely. I love to say that I worked with George Strait or, you know, he follows me on Twitter and um, to have that in my background. So um, at first I, I, you know, they paid me and um, I was sitting there one <laughs> I got, I got in trouble at work for the first time in two years. And I was sitting there on a Friday and um, I'm sitting out in my truck and I, I had three of the uh, actually, actually three of the Texas hats that I'm that I sell right now. Um, and um, I was sitting there looking at them. I was thinking to myself, you know, you just made a quick dollar off of that. Let's just why don't you try to make a quick dollar off of this? Let's just let's see what let's see what will happen. What kind of response you'll get if you take a picture of them and ask you know who who would want to support me if i uh decided to sell these again and you know so i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself like man i don't know so within within 10 minutes i had uh 
you know, I had 20 messages from people <laughs> saying that they would support me. Within an hour, I had uh, 50 messages. And then, you know, that's when I went ahead and um, <laughs> I called uh, called uh, my, my T-shirt guy down at College Station. I hadn't spoke to him in about, you know, three years. And was like, hey, man, probably going to need some Texas hats made. Uh, let me see uh, how many I can sell this weekend. And, you know, that first weekend, by the end of the week, uh, by the end of the weekend, um, come Monday morning, I'd, you know, had over 400 messages, sold 200 hats. And uh, the power of the Internet, man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so the goal of uh, coming back into it after that had happened was like all right i just i just want to make money like let's use this platform to just crush this thing let's let's make some money because you know everybody wants to make some money everybody wants a way out of a a job that they're you know not just thrilled about or they just want they want a way out and you know for me having that platform to sell on I'm thinking, well, let's just start selling everything again with some new stuff and, you know, let's make as much money as we can. And I think that was, uh, you know, that was my biggest motivation at the time. And then by the end of the month, seeing in my first month making an extra, you know, $8,000, um, I thought to myself and I, I thought back when I was 23 years old and the first time that I had made seven thousand dollars uh you know what did you do with it and you know back then i (laughs) i took some trips i think i remember Uh, i think i remember man we've been we've been good friends for a while i think you bought some rims for a truck i'm not mistaken (laughs) (laughs) yeah i bought uh i bought some rims i was out buying stuff from my girlfriend buying stuff from my mom just uh took some trips just blowing it and uh for me i i didn't i didn't now it's it's not about that and you know it's not even about making money now it's it's about building a brand and it's a you know when i when i look at my brand it is um it's me yeah it's it's people support me and so it's what do you want to do to be a better person and what is you know what is your goal now um because you know, with success, you know, the money is going to come, but what is it that is going to make you happy right. with what you're doing? So I just, I, I, so really the goal is to impact people by being a, a more positive person by giving back is one of my biggest things right now. Um, you know, I just did a, a whole month of giveaways, uh, went shopping for a day with one of my friends. We bought a bunch of stuff that I know that girls would like and I wanted to say thank you instead of spending the money on myself. I went out and spent it on some, you know, some purses, some stuff at Target. I know girls just love Target. Um, and uh, They don't yeah. know that John has the best giveaways <laughs> on Instagram. I, I, don't know if you, I don't know if y'all know this, people, but John David has the best and I've mentioned this and I'll say this again, the best giveaways on Instagram that I've ever seen. But go ahead, John. Sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, they were going pretty crazy over them. But uh, so, yeah, I just I want to get back. I want to say thank you. I mean, I didn't have to. 
but I just I felt it in my heart that you know this isn't for me this is for those people that who those people that have supported me and um, so you know taking half of that money spending it giving it back and now the other half of that money is going towards um, uh, so first of all I got some other things going on um, I'm doing a uh, there's a nonprofit organization that I'm uh, working with it's a kids ministry for you know I wouldn't say less fortunate kids but these kids may not have as as much as other kids do for sure. um, so you know, we're doing a, a pizza day, a Chick-fil-A day for the kids. Went on Amazon, bought a bunch of outdoor balls. We're going to repaint their basketball court for them down at the center. And, um, you know, some of that money is going to go towards that. You know, you know, just last weekend, I sold another, you know, 100 hats on Memorial Day weekend. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take that money and um, looking into um, either donating it or I, I really want to do this is just something that's really close to me and something personal is uh, doing a, a couple of single single mom weekends and that's uh, to um, take a couple of single moms that have some kids uh, you know to the store to you know if it's buying groceries or um, taking the kids to do something that they may not have the opportunity to always do um, you know, or just buying toys. I just remember me growing up with a single mom, uh, of, you know, me and my sister, some things were out of reach for her or we didn't have, you know, we didn't have the money at the time to be able to go do, do these things or have these things. And, uh, that's just something that I personally want to do. So, you know, I would say, uh, that's another goal of the business is awesome. to um, is to reach out and just impact people's lives. It's uh, you know it can't always be about John or you know just no for trying sure. to for sure I understand know, or trying to you know crush it and make and sells. I mean yeah, I want to make money and definitely one of the biggest goals that I have is uh, in the next two years to be in a financial position to where you know I can tell my mom, hey, you're not working anymore. You're working for me. Yeah. <laughs> or you're, you know, you're going to package shirts uh, two times a week and that's <laughs> it. And we're going to go on trips every month, mom. And, you know, this is, uh, we're going to do this. And uh, I promise we're going to make this happen. So that is really one of my biggest goals is to take care of uh, my family. Yeah, it's truly the ultimate goal. I mean, I, I, I can agree with you 100% on that. Uh, what I love about it is, man, is that I understand like a lot of these entrepreneurs that have, and not just entrepreneurs, like influencers that have these platforms and they don't utilize them as I would if I were ever to build a platform that big. Like, I love that you are giving back to the community. You're helping, you want to help and you're willing to help. Um, and I can only speak for the, uh, for like the influencers and, and the people that I follow, but anytime I see some of your content on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, you know, the following that you have is so genuine that when you do go do, when you go do these things, I know that the impact of who you are is going to reflect in these people's lives for a long time to come, you know? Um, but I know that you're mentioning your, your, your products and everything like that. Where can we find your hats, man? Um, yeah, you can uh, go on my Instagram and in the bio, there's a link to the website. 
I sell hats on. I don't sell hats. I wouldn't say I sell hats every day. So you definitely want to follow me um, at John David Cass is my Twitter, Instagram handle. Um, but you know, I, I definitely I post a lot. So you'll definitely know if you're following me when I'm selling, what I'm selling, what kind of discounts I'm running. What kind of um, dope ass giveaways, my man? <laughs> on the internet breaking it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely got some uh, some big things coming with the giveaways. Uh, I didn't I didn't want to say this, but uh, in the next uh, I'll say month or two, um, I got something big. It may be a Gucci, it may be a Louis Vuitton <laughs> bag. I don't know which one yet. Been looking around. Uh, you gotta let the people decide. You gotta let the people decide. Could I definitely. I mean, could drop a Gucci bag on a Monday or. <laughs> Definitely a Louis Vuitton on a Tuesday and just say, hey, thank y'all. I hope somebody wins this and uh, definitely want to um, surprise somebody with that. I think that'd be really fun to do. Awesome. So I got some bonus questions here, John. Um, you don't have to answer them if you don't want to. But I say, hey, why not, you know, why not spice this up and make this a little personal? You know what I mean? So, uh, hey, man, okay. the real question is, how's your dating uh, life, man? How's, how's the dating life? <laughs> Oh, that's a joke. Are these jokes or are they questions? <laughs> what are we? <laughs> uh, it's uh, man, I I really wish I had like a little sound button where I press crickets, like little crickets <laughs> in the background. Uh, it's uh, man, you know, Felix, I <laughs> I personally, in, in in all honesty, between just with me and you right now talking, I have not been on an actual date date. It's been a while. It has been a while. Wow. It's um, really, uh, you know, I feel like dating is a, uh, you know, I definitely when I was younger, I, I was definitely a little playboy. Don't get me wrong. And I've, you know, now uh, I've grown out of a lot of things. And I feel like, you know, I definitely hold that whole, uh, that whole quote or saying of it takes guys a little longer to mature. Uh, I, I definitely uh, that touches my heart because <laughs> uh, now now that I've grown up, it's um, I don't know. Dating is definitely a, it's a more serious thing for me. So it's just it's uh, I'm not saying that I I wouldn't date, but uh, it's just not the season. It's not the time right now. Right, right now is time to work, time to grind. It's uh, definitely. You know, I've, you're, I feel like you're always working on yourself, but I'm definitely working on myself in a lot of departments um, because um, this is, I'm about to go off again, but uh, so right now in my business, there is a, uh, I have an investor that came in and uh, I said, I wasn't going to say his name, but his name's Chris and uh, <laughs> Chris is uh, really successful. Um, he's a little older than me. I know he's listening to this right now, so uh, I love you, buddy. <laughs> and uh, so it's funny because Chris is not only, you know, a success. But uh, he's, um, he's somebody that I look up to, not just from a financial level or a, uh, you know, just me being a younger guy or him helping me out with my business. Um, Chris is, he's like a mentor to me. And um, 
I'm going to come back to the whole dating thing and why I'm talking about this. But Chris, you know, Chris is somebody in my life now that, you know, I sit down with him once or twice a week and we'll talk for, we'll talk for three hours. And (laughs) it's funny because 10 minutes of that whole conversation will be about financials and money. We'll right. talk about we'll talk about the budget for the week. What what he'll he'll say? What do you need, John? What are you thinking? How can we grow your business? What do we need to do? Where do we need to send you? You know, and you know we'll go over that, and we'll be done with that in ten minutes. And we don't even talk about money after that. We talk about life lessons. We talk about you know about successful people. We talk about you know where are you at in life and. You know, just within these last couple of months of being around uh, Chris, you know, it's definitely changed my view on a on a, oh my goodness, it's opened up my whole a whole mind and just eyes to a lot of different things on different levels than I've ever experienced with other friends who may be like big brothers or um, you know influences on my life, and uh, I just remember. Uh, we were having a conversation and Chris just wanted to make sure that the John that started his business when he was younger, that we're, we're not that John anymore. For sure. And, for sure. Um, he, you know, he's asking me all these questions and I'm just really letting him know where I'm at in life, what I want in life. And, you know, pretty much it comes down to like, Chris, I'm, uh, I'm pissed off right now. Like, um, I'm ready to do this. Like, I'm like, I'm angry. Like, I want to be that successful. Like, this isn't even about being happy. This is about being pissed off and going and getting what's mine in life. For sure. And, you know, I tell him this, this is what I am. This is what I'm not. This is what I've done. This is what I don't want to do anymore. And this is the, you know, the type of person that I'm working towards being. And, you know, he gives me all these you know different situations these different lessons these different you know um just uh he's he's very motivating to me but there was a part when we had talked about girls and um and this is goes back to the the dating thing to where you know chris he tells me he says you know the he's going off and he's you know he's talking and, and then he hits a point where he says um you know, just everything that you do is a reflection of, you know, the type of man that you're going to be and that you want to be. And all of that is going to come to the right girl one day. And um, he may have worded it different, but, you know, this this was the biggest part that hit me. And he says, um, he says, man, I promise you, you know, you, you could, I know you can have, you know, I know you could get a girl. But I promise you, man, if you just wait and you you work at this and you, you work on yourself, I promise you, John, um, you know, he he, said, <laughs> he says uh, my well, before he says, I promise you, he says, dude, he goes, my girlfriend is hot. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> I was, I was just, made me happy inside hearing this because, you know, uh, he was just so genuine about it. He was so real, and you could just tell he was happy. And Chris had waited so long to meet that girl, and um, 
you know, he says, dude, my girlfriend is hot. Like, dude, she is, she's hot. Like, she is smoking <laughs> hot. And I'm sitting there like, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he had, you know, he tells me, like, my girlfriend, dude, like, she, man, it's crazy because she makes more money than me. And I'm looking at Chris like, bro, she makes more money than you. Like, like, what's, so he, uh, but he tells me, like, you know, everywhere we go, like, people just, they're like, man, your girlfriend, like, she is beautiful. And, but, dude, she is just, like, this most wholesome, like, awesome person. He tells me, but, like, and he tells me, so I promise you, John, like, if you just do this and you work on you, I promise you one day when you meet that girl, man, not only is she going to be gorgeous, and she it, she's going to be everything you want. And, she, and, and then he says something, and I think that's what is – I've tried to embed in myself because, you know, I've uh, really, really filled quite a bit with girls. <laughs> but he says, he says, and I promise you, man, she is going to be the real deal. Absolutely. And Absolutely. after he said that, I was like, ah, okay, you win, bro. I'm going to lock myself in my room, not, not text anybody back, not even try to text anybody. And for the next two years of my life, I'm just going to grind, no girlfriend. And hopefully that real deal is going to come out and uh, then I can finally go on a date. But, there you go. There yeah. you go. So then the, the next the next question, since we're on this dating thing here, three foods you don't eat on the first date. Ooh. Uh, oh, man, that's tough. Uh, up corn on the cob. <laughs> Uh, I would I would really hate to take a bite out of a corn on the cob and it like squirt. You know how you know how you bite corn and it kind of like yeah yeah it's yeah. on people yeah yeah and then it's like <laughs> I mean <laughs> I would hate for that to happen. Um, chicken wings. That's that's really uh, I, I get pretty I get down on some wings so definitely I don't want to bring that side out. Um, and third one I mean I I can't really think of a third one I don't think I would ever I definitely wouldn't take a we'll just say I wouldn't take a girl to Golden Corral we'll just put it like okay fair enough fair enough there you go Uh, top three singers right now Mm -hmm. who would you say Bad Bunny okay I I can agree I I, I, I like that one yeah yeah I like Bad Bunny. Um, I guess we'll uh, we'll go ahead and say uh, Cody Johnson. Okay. Uh, and then a number three. Oh, that's tough. Um, uh, I, I really. Oh. I don't. Ooh. Can we just go like all time? If I had to pick one singer, like yeah, before yeah, I die, all time. No, no matter, okay. you know, a dead okay. or alive, you know, whoever, whoever. Uh, all time, if I had to see one person, um, that's tough. I mean, obviously, George Strait is my favorite. I, I like country music, but uh, I'd have to go with John Mayer. Um, okay, all right. If I, if I had to see one concert before I go, I need to see John Mayer live, acoustic, just there you go. getting after it. You hear it, ladies. Get my man some John Mayer tickets. <laughs> you might win his heart. You know, when the when the right season, that is. You know, the right season. Um, will the Cowboys ever win another Super Bowl? Uh, 
you know, I'm a Jaguar fan, man, and it's horrible and it's hard, but, you know, I, will, will the Cowboys win a Super Bowl? Ugh, not with Dak Prescott. Um, sorry, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a Dak fan. Um, I'm still salty about Tony Romo uh, leaving. Uh, I'm always going to be a Romo fan. Um, not right now. I don't, not I right think, now. I think, yeah, not, not happening. So if you had to pick a team to win it next year, who would you pick? Oh, the Chiefs. I think okay. Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Patrick is the he's the man. So okay, okay. I can, you know, I'm I'm gonna say, uh, and I and I'm not proud to say this, but I think Brady's gonna get another one. Not that Brady? I not that I want him to, you but can't. I think he will. I mean, he's he's the goat. That's for sure. That's for sure. So last but not least, man, and we're gonna close this out here. Your favorite. Netflix shows or series? Ooh, I'm weird. I like I like weird stuff. Like how, how uh, weird? Oh man, like well, I guess I'm not that weird, but uh, it's just like the Ted Bundy stuff. I think it's okay. interesting. We watched it. We watched it. I can definitely, uh, you know, I'm I'm weird as like the OA weird. I don't know if you ever saw that series, but um, no. If no. you haven't. Um, you should definitely check that out. Or the U series. It's another good one. Uh, I think the last uh, last series I watched was uh, Sex Ed. Uh, okay. <laughs> somebody recommended it, and they're like, hey, watch this. And it's kind of crazy because these, these uh, high school kids, they sure do know a lot. So I was like, wow. But um, other, other, other than that, uh, I watched a lot of comedy on Netflix. It's like stand-up. Um, and uh, I guess you would say like uh, conspiracy stuff. Okay. Okay. So, would you would you consider a Netflix and chill a date? Uh, you know we're in a different generation, man. You know, I'm yeah, not yeah. Help the market, but, you know, I, and, and I don't know what the what the young kids are doing nowadays. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I mean, I guess it is these days, but no. I don't think it's a. Uh, uh, this is gonna sound very contradicting because I've definitely Netflix and chilled before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not, but um, yeah, like if if you're really talking about dating and wanting to know somebody, like like no, nah, bro, don't don't no, not right now. Should definitely should definitely go out first. Maybe save that for like the third date. You know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh... Got it on rotation, though. Got to have it on rotation. Listen, John, um, this is totally random, but um, I want to do this going forward, and I would love to have you on the podcast again. If you could leave the listeners with, like, a little nugget, a gold nugget of value of, like, their lives or their current season, uh, what kind of advice would you give someone that is currently struggling in their, in their season of life? Like, what kind of words of encouragement could you give them um, you know, whether it's them struggling to believe in themselves or um, what what can you give to the listeners right now of value, uh, whether it's entrepreneurship, you know, relationships, life in general, what, what can you give to them um, to really close out this uh, this episode of Not Your Final Destination? Oh, that's, a, that's a lot of pressure. There's no, no right or wrong answer. Just kinda, <laughs> you know, when I try to get on here, I just want to 
inspire and motivate someone to do something that they've never done. So what could you, you know, because I, I mean, they're, they're probably tired of hearing from me. They're probably happy that I got guests on the podcast. <laughs> you know, like what would you give someone that is, um, is, is in a season of life where they feel like they're not the best version of themselves right now? Oh, man. I, I hope you got another 30 minutes because I've been... <laughs> I've been there. I still am there. I think uh, life is life is a journey, and it's it's a marathon. It's it's not a race. Um, I think the best thing you could ever do for yourself is uh, live to uh, make. I always say, live for yourself. Make yourself happy. Do what makes you happy. Um, just kind of like I look back to a job to where I, you know, I wouldn't say it was the worst job ever, but. If it's if if whatever you're doing in life takes away your joy or your happiness, then you should probably move on to something else or change whatever it is to um, replace that. Because if if you're not happy, then you know you, you'll never be happy. If you're not happy with yourself or your situation, you'll never be happy with your friends or your family um so a lot of what we do day in and day out affects everyone around us and uh the thing about it is that you know if you're if you're at a tough spot in life or you're at a low point or you know you're not happy i mean you're not alone so you should always reach out talk to some of your best friends because i promise you whatever you're going through there's a million other people going through it also um as far as uh, advice on being an entrepreneur, um, I don't think I'm the most successful entrepreneur out there. I learn daily on what I'm doing, how to do it. I don't think there's a, uh, you know, a magical, you know, uh, way or, you know, a golden road set in stone of this is uh, the way to do it. Um, it's a grind. And, you know, you're learning as you go. Um, you definitely want to pick the brains of people who are successful because if they're doing it and they're, you know, making money on it or they're progressing in it, then, you know, you want to know exactly what they're doing. So don't ever be scared to ask questions or to reach out um, because where you're at right now is probably where they were at six months ago, two months ago, last week or three years ago. Um so, uh, if that if that answers any hey, of those no, questions, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I don't want to get on here and sound like a broken record, but listen, guys, if you <laughs> tuned in uh, into this episode of Not Your Final Destination, I'm gonna always close it out this way. Um, John, if you want to go ahead and plug your uh, your your links right now one more time for the listeners, uh, go ahead and do so. Yeah, my Instagram, my Twitter account. Is uh, my handle is at John David Cass, and you can find me on Facebook, John David Castillo. I have a Snapchat that is John David Cass, also always posting. I'm um, gonna be going on trips pretty soon here, different events, and uh, can't wait to start up you know my uh, Instagram. What is it, IGTV? I IGTV. guess that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, so definitely gonna be uh, posting a live feeds or videos from uh some of the stuff that i'll uh you know be getting into in the future so you definitely want to you know hop on board 
follow there you go guys you got it from the from the from the man himself listen guys uh again i know this is uh gonna sound uh you know me like on repeat but i i definitely want to thank you guys for tuning into the podcast uh seven thousand streams uh it's truly truly an amazing thing having great people like john david to come on the podcast uh, I'm going to close it out by saying that the first step is the hardest step. Once you take that first step, anything is possible. Remember, this is not your final destination, just your current season. And, uh, you know, me and John want to thank you for your time today. We really do. So we'll see you guys in the next one. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Not Your Final Destination. To become a supporter of the podcast, make sure to go into the link that is provided on this website or go to anchor.com forward slash Felix Diaz. We appreciate all the support and thank you so much for tuning in. Hopefully this episode inspired you to do something amazing and remember that anything is possible.